This is Franchise Friday, a short episode designed to talk all things franchising. As a listener of the Path to Freedom podcast, you know you want to take control of your life and create more freedom for yourself. But have you ever stopped to consider franchise ownership as an avenue for doing just that? Owning a franchise means you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And it can be a great way to become a first-time business owner or even for a seasoned entrepreneur to expand their portfolio and break into a new business. But where do you even start? I know firsthand how overwhelming of a process it can be to figure out which franchise companies are good, which ones might be a good fit for you, and how to go about vetting them. And that's exactly what I'll be talking about in these episodes. I'll be detailing the methodical process I use with my consulting clients to help them navigate what would typically be an overwhelming process. There's an art to finding the right franchise for you and conducting a thorough investigation, and that's what I'll be unpacking on Franchise Fridays. Thanks for tuning in. Let's drop in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Friday. Uh, After another week off, you guys can tell I've been busy, right? Because I have not been as consistent as I would like to be. Uh, putting out these Franchise Friday episodes each week. But I think I've also been intentionally dragging my feet a little bit because we are going to have to wind the Franchise Friday series down. As sad as I know that makes everyone out there listening, you know, we've really just about covered the entire journey. You know, the journey that one would go through to, you know, number one, understand why a franchise business could be beneficial, why it could make sense for them, and to really get clear on, you know, if in fact owning a franchise is the right direction for one to go in. You know, we've talked a lot about, before you even start, you know, looking at specific franchise companies, getting clear on your vision. You know, what is it that you want to accomplish through business ownership, right? Or even if you already own a business, what is it that You know, owning another business, maybe a franchise business, is going to help you, is going to help you accomplish that that you're not already accomplishing. You know, so getting clear on that is important. And we're going to talk more about that vision in, in this final episode of Franchise Friday. But, you know, we've been through a lot, you know, in these episodes. And, and I hope that you've gotten a lot of value. You know, we've covered, uh, you know, once you are clear on that vision, you know, how to really kind of, you know, think through what do you want your role as the franchise owner to be? How do you want to spend the majority of your time in your business? And once you get clear on those things, then you can save yourself a lot of time and you can more methodically start narrowing down a list of franchise opportunities that are going to have a higher likelihood of really matching up with what you're looking to accomplish and how you see your role playing out in that as the franchise owner. And then we've talked in great detail about the the due diligence process, right? The research that you want to go through to really understand a franchise business, you know, understand uh, how the business works, to understand what the role of the owner is meant to be in that franchise business and how does that line up with with your strengths and your skill sets and again how you want to spend your time. You know, we've talked about the franchise disclosure document, understanding the legal side of franchising. We've talked about talking to franchise owners. You know, how can you put the pieces together that you need to really get clear on the the earning potential 
in a franchise and and getting clear on what what the ROI could look like. So again, I really hope that these episodes have been valuable and that it's given you some some actionable advice that that you can apply and and if you've listened to this and you never really considered franchise ownership prior but but now maybe your interest is peaked then i would really really encourage you to reach out to me i'd love to talk with you and see if maybe it makes sense for us to work through this process together this is what i love to do so i would love to to help you if that's something that uh you think may be of interest to you so in the last episode we talked about you know kind of what to expect after you've signed your franchise agreements you know what is that you know, kind of, you know, next couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months look like. We talked about the onboarding, the training, and everything that kind of leads up to, to launching your business. And depending on the type of franchise business, you know, you're getting into, that timeline to launch will look a little bit different. But at any rate, obviously, once you start a business, the goal is to launch that business, to begin operating it. And so we talked a little bit about how, you know, that can be scary there, there's usually I refer to it as my uh, as the oh shit moments. Uh, you know, most people have multiple of those along the way. But you know, usually once you really get into it, once your your business is launched and and now you have a lot more to work on, you're probably busier than you were in that onboarding phase. For most people, the the oh shit moment kind of fades away a little bit because you're just you're busy. You're in it at that point, right? You got work to do. You're you're grinding. And, you know, as we've talked about already throughout this series, there's a lot of different types of franchise businesses out there. There's a lot of different business models within franchising. And and with that comes different expectations in terms of how you as the franchise owner should be spending your time. So, you know, the grind may look a little different for some franchisees than others, but, you know, nonetheless, you are going to be grinding, especially in these early phases of, of launching your business. And so likely you're trying to get your hands in a little bit of, of everything in the business just so you can get that experience and get that perspective. But this is where you really want to make sure that you don't lose sight of, of the vision, right? Or your why. This is where you want to make sure you stay laser focused on the big picture and why you started this process in the first place. Right? What is it that you're looking to accomplish? What is it that you're trying to build and how is that going to impact your life? And ultimately, how is that going to give you more freedom and allow you to live life the way you want to live it? Because you know, in these early days of getting your franchise business up and, and running, the grind, sometimes it can be easy to lose sight of that. And we've talked a lot in, in these episodes about the fact that you know, there's nothing guaranteed in business, even in a franchise. A franchise can dramatically reduce the risk that, that goes with starting a business. We talked a lot about why that is, but there's nothing guaranteed. The The one guarantee in business ownership, whether it's a franchise or not, is that you're going to have problems. <laughs> you're going to have problems that, that get thrown at you. Some of them may be more predictable than others, but you're going to have problems. And so, you know, you really need to get your mindset right going into this that there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be peaks and valleys. Think of it as a roller coaster. In fact, there's a fantastic book 
uh, that I would highly recommend anyone read. It's called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster by Darren Hardy. He does a fantastic job of explaining what every single business owner goes through, not just in the early phases of getting their business ramped up, but but long term. You know, it's ups and downs, especially if your goal is to continue growing your business over time. That means you're going to have to continue challenging yourself, challenging your team, pushing the limits, trying new things in an effort to get better and to keep growing. You're going to have to keep getting uncomfortable in order to keep growing. And so with that comes these ups and downs. And so I think understanding that coming into this and, and having the right mindset uh, will really help with this. And so I'd encourage people go back and well, first of all, pick up the entrepreneur roller coaster. Uh, you've heard me talk so much about the e-myth and uh, spoiler alert. I'm going to reference that again here in a few minutes, but uh, entrepreneur roller coaster, I think should also be required reading for any business owner. But in addition to that, go back and listen to the episode that, that I recorded several months ago with Brian Scudamore. Brian Scudamore is the founder of 1-800-GOT-JUNK and also now the founder of O2E Brands, which is a family of home service franchise businesses, including 1-800-GOT-JUNK. But he has a book that he's put out called WTF, Willing to Fell. And he gives so many great examples from his own personal story and his own personal journey of building 1-800-GOT-JUNK and then going on to build O2E Brands. And it is a roller coaster, right? But he was never afraid to fell. And every time he felled, he got back up. And, and that's... That goes hand in hand with this mindset that I'm talking about. So, you know, go ahead and get yourself prepared for that so that, you know, when you do inevitably hit some of those lows in your entrepreneurial journey, you're going to be able to push through it. And that's where I want to come back to the vision, right? Keeping that vision crystal clear, even if it may look like it's, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, hundreds of years out from now in terms of actually being able to realize that vision, staying laser focused on that vision is what's going to help you push through the, the lows and the hard times, right? It's going to remind you of why you're putting in the work that you are because believe me, there will be days where you look at yourself in the mirror or you look at your spouse or a friend or, or a family member and you say, what the hell was I thinking? This is crazy. I can't believe I signed up for this. But refocusing on that vision will pull you through. It'll help you get back up when you fell and it'll help you keep pushing and keep grinding to build what it is that you set out to build. And, and so along those lines, you know, if you've gone through this process the right way, right, in terms of selecting the right franchise business for you and also making sure that you really took into consideration, you know, how you plan to spend your time as the franchise owner and assuming that's that, that you correctly understand where your time should be spent as the franchise owner then you need to, from day one, start putting the pieces in place so that you can build the type of business that you want long-term. 
and it won't happen overnight, right? As I mentioned earlier, when you're starting out, in all likelihood, you know, you're going to get your hands a little bit dirty, you know, as the as the franchise owner, right? You're going to be probably wearing multiple hats. You're going to be, you know, filling in for different roles in the business because that's what you need to be doing early on. You need to be learning the business, and there's no better way to do that than by being a little more hands-on. But for most people, when they're considering business ownership, you know, they're looking to build a business that's bigger than just themselves. They want to build a business that works for them even when they're not working. So if that's your goal, you need to be focusing on that from day one, even if that's not how your time's being spent right out of the gate, right? Think of this as long-term, you want to be working on your business, not in your business. And before I go any further with that thought, let me clarify something. Not everyone has the same goal or the same intention when they start a business. There are plenty of people out there that are you know, what you might just call self-employed, right? Which means they don't have anyone that works for them, but they don't work for anyone, right? Those types of businesses or, or you know, self-employment uh, operations are, are usually not as scalable as many other types of businesses, right? There's some people out there that, you know, get into a business, even a franchise where it's, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, you're kind of buying yourself a job, meaning the business model is not designed to scale as the franchise owner or as the business owner your your role is to wear all of the hats in the business long term and for a lot of people those are great opportunities because it gets them away from having to work from someone else it gives them more control over their livelihood their time uh, their schedules it gives them that freedom that they're looking for so there's nothing wrong with that but what I'm talking about here is the, the people that their goal is to scale a business, right? They want to build something bigger than themselves, and they want a business that is working and producing for them even if they're not working themselves at, at some given time. So you got to be intentional about this from the beginning because if you don't you know, set it up right, it's going to be a lot harder to, to get it set up this way the further you get into it. So this is where I'm going to reference the, the e-myth again. I know you're so shocked to hear me bring up uh, the e-myth, but it's just so packed full of wisdom and advice for any entrepreneur looking to build a business. And they use the terminology in the book, work on the business, not in the business. Right, so I've seen this with franchise owners where, as I've already said, early on, you probably want to dive in and, and you know be a little more hands-on. But that can also be a slippery slope. You know, you've got to remember what the long-term goal is and sooner rather than later start putting the pieces in place so that you can phase out a little bit of having to be so hands-on. And you can start making that transition into working on your business, not in it. Right, so so keep that in mind because this is important for a number of reasons. Number one, if if you if you aren't able to structure your business this way long term, there's a very high likelihood that you're not going to accomplish what you set out to through business ownership. You'll end up having a business that runs you instead of running a business. 
So that's probably not going to give you the quality of life that you're looking for. It's probably not going to give you the freedom that you're looking for. But in addition to that, and this is something that, that I think is maybe counterintuitive for a lot of people because, you know, coming into it, they're just thinking about getting their business started. They're thinking about getting it ramped up. They're like, yo, let's go sell. Let's get some cash flow coming in. You know, let's let's get some money coming in the bank. They're not thinking about, you know, what is this going to look like 10 years, 15, 20 years from now, you know, or whatever the case may be. But I think you always want to at least have some idea of what, what the end game is, right? Not everyone wants to own the same business forever and, and really nothing lasts forever. And so, you know, even if you do, that's fine. You still probably want to be thinking about these things and how can I, you know, start setting my business up today so that long term I'm working on the business and not in the business. And, and I've seen franchise owners really struggle with this because they get so ingrained uh, working in the business and they, and you can have some success that way, right? I mean, you can have a lot of success and in some cases you may actually make more money in terms of, you know, profit percentages because you're not outsourcing or you're not outsourcing as much. You're filling the role of what you could or maybe should be having employees or team members doing. So, so you're saving some of that expense, which is more money in your pocket, right? But the thing is, there's a ceiling to that because you only have so many hours in the day, right? You as the owner of the business can only produce so much. Whereas if you're scaling the business and you're building a team out and setting up systems and processes that will allow the business to produce more, right? Because you're not the one trying to do it all yourself as the owner. Yeah, your, your profit margins may take a hit percentage-wise, but now you've got a business that has the potential to grow much bigger. And the, the cool thing about it is if you do this right over time, not only is your business growing and ultimately producing more income for you as the owner, but you're likely working less or at least working smarter and probably spending more of your time on the things that you enjoy doing Versus, you know, more of the hand-on, hands-on, uh, as the E-Myth describes it, the technician-type roles in the business. But but for many franchise owners, it can be, and business owners in general, right, it can be hard to give up that control. You know, I know this is something my wife and I have struggled with a little bit in our businesses, but, you know, we've managed to, to kind of stay true to that vision, which is, you know, we want lifestyle, right? We want businesses that work for us. But it can be hard to give up that control, right? I mean, as, as a business owner, no one's going to care about your business more than you. So, you know, really investing time in your people, I think. Um, I don't care what business it is. One of the most challenging things in any business is getting and keeping the right people. So really be intentional about that. Bringing on the right people, but then making sure you keep them, right? So focusing on culture, the culture that you're creating in your business and yes even if your business only has one or two employees to start there is still a culture and you need to be intentional about it otherwise the culture will not be what you want it to be and you're more likely to have turnover and all of the chaos that tends to go with that
So set your business up to scale. Don't be afraid to give up some control and to start delegating. Right? And this goes hand in hand with you know Brian Scudamore in his book, Willing to Fail, because you're gonna likely make some mistakes uh, throughout this process. You're gonna learn a lot. But that's the key. You gotta you gotta be willing to try new things and get out of your comfort zone and and bringing on people and you know offloading uh, parts of the business to them that you'd been handling before. You know, trusting them, delegating that's pretty uncomfortable for most business owners, especially when they first start to make some of those transitions. And so when it as it pertains to a franchise, I think one of the best things that that any franchisee can do to to really make sure that they're setting their business up for success is to model what you're doing and how you're spending your time off of the other successful franchisees that have built their business the way you want to build yours. Learn from them. This is another huge advantage of franchising. But I see too many franchisees not take advantage of this. They get into a franchise and they benefit from, you know, the systems, the processes, the technology, the marketing, the branding. They benefit from, you know, the initial training that they get, the onboarding. And, you know, if there's volume discounts and, and things like that, they're, they're going to benefit from all that because they're part of the franchise. But I see too many franchisees miss out on the shared learning opportunity. Right to learn from other franchisees, especially the ones that are out there, you know, crushing it and really building their businesses the right way and continuing to grow. So, you know, dive in, dive in and become a part of the franchisee community within your franchise system. Surround yourself with franchise owners that are like minded to you. Get to know them. You know, try to add value. Even if you're brand new, try to find ways to add value. That way you're not always just asking. And then as you get more experienced and as you get more proficient uh, and your business starts to become more successful, reciprocate that, right? Pay it forward. Help the franchisees that are coming up behind you. Uh, and then continue, you know, to network with the other franchisees and to learn from them. So, you know, you've all heard this advice you know, surround yourself with people that are like-minded uh, and let them help bring you up and then you help bring them up. Uh, you know, really work closely with the franchisor. But along those same lines, do not expect the franchisor to do it for you, okay? Franchising is not a... It's not easy street, right? It's working smart instead of hard to some extent because... You're not reinventing the wheel. You're leveraging a proven business model and all the systems and processes and advantages that come with that, but you still have to put in the work, right? It's not the franchisor's job to build your business. It's the franchisor's job to, you know, give you as many tools and resources as possible to help you get your business up and running quickly, help get you off to a good start, and, and to help you continue to grow your business over time and to run it as efficiently as possible, but it is not the franchisor's job to do it for you. And as simple and straightforward as that may sound, you see it all the time with franchisees. And, and when their business then 
doesn't perform the way they want it to and they're not getting the results that they would expect, they point the finger. Well, the franchisor didn't do this or they said they were going to do this and, and it doesn't really work or, or my favorite, which is, oh, it's just my market. If I was in a different market or a different part of the country, I would be, uh, my business would be doing much better. Very, very rarely is that the case. I've seen so many instances where an underperforming franchisee sold their business to another franchisee that already had a great business. And guess what? They come into this quote unquote underperforming market and they turn it around in a very short period of time, right? So you've got to have this mindset that, yes, the franchisor is there to help you and you need to leverage everything that you can from the franchisor and from the other franchisees, but they're not going to do it for you. You've got to put in the work. And uh, Andy Pittman, who uh, is a mentor of mine, friend of mine, he's been on the podcast, uh, been a franchisee with quite a few brands over the years, some where he's been more successful than others. And he's also currently the CEO uh, of a franchise or, and one of the things that he's told me, and I've heard him tell many, many other franchisees, and this is something that's always stuck with me, and I think it's great advice, and that is, he says, the franchisor can never keep me from being successful. They can only help me be more successful, but it's not their responsibility to make me successful. And I think that's golden advice and something that you you should really uh, you know keep top of mind as you're starting your business and as you're continuing to build it over time. But another point I wanted to make, and, and I think I started to make this point earlier, and I got a little bit sidetracked. Um, can you guys tell I'm just kind of winging this? Uh, <laughs> This is not scripted at all, but the other reason you want to build your business to scale and set it up the right way and not be the technician in your business is because whether you're planning to sell your business one day or not, at some point it's going to come time to exit. Not always. I mean, a lot of people start businesses because they love the idea of you know being able to uh, hand it down to their children one day. Right, But even if that's the case, if you don't set your business up right, you're not going to be able to hand it down to your children because they're not going to be able to come in and fill your shoes if you've been doing too much of the work. But especially if your goal is to exit one day, and by exit I mean sell your business and have it valued at a multiple where you're actually going to get a very nice return on not only the money that you've put in but also all the time you've put in then you've got to build it to scale. You've got to work on the business, not in the business, because if you, as the business owner, the franchise owner, are responsible for 75, 85, 100% of the production in the business, well, guess what? Any halfway educated buyer is going to see this very, very quickly. And they're going to say, well, look, if I buy your business, I've got to replace you or I've got to fill in for you. I've got to make up all of this production that you've been doing versus if you build your business so that it can run with or without you. That's a valuable business, right? Because a new owner can come in and that thing's just going to keep running the way it was. Now, obviously, it's the new owner's responsibility to keep it running that way. 
but it's set up for that. So, you know, having a, a strong valuation on your exit or even just putting yourself in a position to transition out and maybe hand the business down to your family or whatever the case may be, that's very, very hard to do if you're working in your business. So just wanted to circle back to that because uh, I didn't want to wrap this up without without making that point. So, you know, my biggest advice for people, you know, really starting out on this this entrepreneurial journey is never lose sight of the vision, right? Understand that there will be ups and downs. Don't let that surprise you. But understand that the the downs, the low times, they're temporary as long as you stay laser-focused laser on that vision and, and you pick yourself back up every time you fell, right? That's part of it. And, and the other thing that I would say is have fun with it. Like, is it serious? Yes. But have some fun with it. You're going to enjoy ultimately your life but your business much more if, if you're willing to, you know, have some fun with it, right? So embrace the fact that you are going to have failures and you are going to have tough times. Look at problems that come your way as an opportunity to solve them. You know, look at it as a challenge. You know, look at it as an opportunity to try new things and figure out what works and what doesn't work. And I think if you can view it that way, not only will you be more successful, you'll also enjoy the the process. And and I believe me, this is something that I have struggled with and honestly, you know, the last month or two, I've been struggling with it in a big way. I mean, it's part of why I haven't been as consistent with, you know, getting these episodes out is we've got a lot going on. We're in full-on ramp-up mode uh, in one of our franchise businesses right now. And I have to keep reminding myself, hey, learn to enjoy the process, right? I, I tend to be, you know, very much a visionary and a, and a big-picture kind of guy, and I'm also very impatient because I know what I want the end game to look like and I'm in a hurry to get there. And and nothing happens overnight. There really are no overnight success stories in business. And so you've got to just learn to enjoy the process and embrace everything that comes with that. The good, the bad, the ugly, the fun times. And if you do that, then I think you're you'll really get, you know, what what you set out to get out of business ownership, which is more control over your time, over your livelihood. It's more freedom, right? And if you listen to my interview episodes, everyone that comes on has a, at least a slightly different definition of what freedom means to them, right? So whatever that is for you, you know, stay clear on that vision and, and you know, that's going to help you keep grinding keep plugging away until you accomplish that so look i really hope that this franchise friday series has been informative has been helpful i hope that it's sparked some ideas for people out there and and you know maybe made you think about things a little bit differently and and i really hope that for anyone listening out there that that has this dream of owning a business but just was maybe stuck they didn't know how to get started and, and maybe owning a franchise wasn't on their radar. I hope that now maybe it is. And now maybe you know a lot more than you did prior to listening to this series. And, and maybe you're willing to, you know, at least give it a shot. And by give it a shot, I mean learn more. 
explore it. You know, owning a franchise is not right for everyone. Owning a business is not right for everyone. But, you know, if you have that that idea floating around in your head, if you've got a little bit of that that burn inside you to to see what this is all about, you owe it to yourself to at least spend some time learning more about it. You know, so I, I'd love to talk with anyone that's interested in, in, you know, learning more about franchising and, you know, answer any questions for you that I can and, uh, you know, kick some ideas around with you. And, and even if it goes nowhere beyond that first conversation, I love, I love having those conversations. I really love helping people go through this process and, and start charting their path to freedom. Or if, if, you know, they're already going down their own entrepreneurial path, I, I like, you know, being able to help in any way that I can. So uh, I truly mean it when I say, you know, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help in, in any way that I can. Um, but with that, we're going to go ahead and conclude this episode of Franchise Friday. If you're listening to this kind of in, in real time as the episode's being published, you know, we're coming up here on the end of May uh, in 2021. So kind of the plan going forward is I'm going to take the summer off from doing the solo series of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to keep putting out my weekly interview episodes right through the summer. So there will be, will be you know at least one episode coming out a week. I've already got some great episodes recorded. I've got some amazing guests lined up to come on the podcast. Uh, so make sure to keep tuning in there. And then, you know, once we kind of get through summer and, and start getting into, you know, early fall, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on another kind of solo series that I'll be doing. Uh, so more information to come on that as we get a little further into summer. But again, really appreciate all of you out there that listening, appreciate all of the support. And I really just hope that, that you get value from this. And if you do, you know, please take a few minutes to to share the podcast with other people that you think may enjoy it and may get value from it as well. But thanks for tuning in. Go drop in. Have an awesome rest of your week, and you'll hear from me again soon. Thanks for dropping in with me to this episode of Franchise Friday. I hope you learned something new. If you're interested in speaking with me about how you can start charting your own path to freedom through franchise ownership, I'd love to have a conversation. I provide a free consulting service to help people just like you identify and investigate franchise businesses that will help them create freedom in their own lives, and I'd love to help you with the same. You can visit my website at www.path2frdm.com or send me an email at wes at path, the number two, frdm.com. Make sure to tune in to next week's episodes of the Path to Freedom podcast and follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you know someone else that would get value from this, please take a moment to share with them. Until next time, go drop in.